What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the cut. That's right. You don't have to adjust your dials. Sean's back. He's better than ever. What's going on, everybody? I'm really glad to be back. I know I took a break for a while. I'm glad to be in with these two bozos again. I know they miss me. I know you guys miss me. I know everybody around the cut missed me. So I'm glad to be back. I feel good. We have Brandon here, too. Uh, Brandon's going to kick in to uh, this mega episode that we have going on. Brandon, what's going on, buddy? Not too much, man. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great to hear my voice. <laughs> Christian, Randy, how you both those been? I'm, I'm good, man. Um, people are going to have to adjust their, their dials, though, because you came in hot, man. Oh, I hot. did. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I had my headphones turned down a little bit. <laughs> Christian's got that soft intro, you know, that Saturday sleepy, like, what's up, guys? How you doing? Well, what's we that? are recording this at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. That's and how Christian's, had, Christian's had more than a gentleman's few alcoholic beverages, so. That's accurate, yes. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, I'm glad to be back. Obviously, follow us on Twitter. Uh, it doesn't seem like we're getting much love on Facebook nowadays. At least that's what Christian puts in our notes. Um, <laughs> at the cut, FFL. Um <laughs> our our website officialcutpod.wordpress.com uh they got some really cool mock drafts in there i know christian's been posting a billion of them uh, i i believe randy and christian had put some in we're going to be competing uh next thursday for the first round of the draft we we all agreed the four of us are going to be competing with the first round mock draft so you'll see all four of ours with a little bit of reasoning behind that stay tuned later this week we'll have that all posted and today it's just we dove in we were we were talking throughout the week um we're it's draft season draft starts next thursday it's hard to believe that they're going through with the draft but it, it's good to get our minds off of everything that's going on to at least get some semblance of sports so basically what we're doing is we are doing a three round mock draft there were no trades christian made that abundantly clear um so randy brandon myself and christian are going to be going uh taking turns uh picking for each team that's on the clock the way it is right now um christian you got anything to add for this nope mega mock mega, mega mock, mock. Yeah. four right. hosts three rounds a bunch of idiotic comments here we go it's our specialty rowdy speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh all proper right sweet today okay whatever <laughs> all, right. all right and the 2020 nfl draft is officially open the cincinnati Bengals are on the clock do, 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 This guy. All right. Well, with the first overall, let's not make this weird. Joe Burrow. <laughs> He's Making the best quarterback, it weird. Best quarterback in the draft. Uh, one of the best coming out in a few years. I know he's only got one year truly under his belt here, but he's better than anything the Bengals have had. And yes, that was a shot to Christian. Yep. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> This does feel like one of the drafts, too, that it's pretty obvious. I mean, even the last couple of years, I mean, even Murray going to the Cardinals last year, Baker going the year before, like it, there wasn't a for sure number one pick that everybody knew from January was going to happen. And Burroughs pretty much been it. Yeah, man. If they shock the world and go chase Young, though. How nuts would that be? Twitter will explode. Oh, that'd be awesome. Classic Bengals move if they did that. But. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh, Joe Burrow off the board at one. And Brandon, you're on the clock for the Washington Redskins. All right. The Washington Redskins select Chase Young, edge rusher at Ohio State. 
Um, he is a man. Yeah, that's how we got to do it. We have to do it that way. We have to be like Roger Goodell every pick. Joe I, Burrow, well. I, just, I just gave Chase Young a hug. He's very happy, very strong. Um, <laughs> virtually, <laughs> I gave him a hug. Looks, like, looks like the predator. Yeah, he, he's just an animal. I mean, there's no other way to describe him. He's going to fit with the Redskins. Um, I mean, he's just a dominant beast. That's the all I can say about him. Yeah. And I, I think there's some talks about would the Redskins look to trading back? I, I just I don't understand why they would. No, um, not with a player of his caliber. I don't think. No. Yeah. Can I can I make an argument for trading back? Uh, of course. No. Here we go. <laughs> so here's the thing: if they're able to get the fifth overall pick and the 18, which I think would be a stretch, that means they could probably add Isaiah Simmons, and there's a chance that Chason's there. But why would the Dolphins want to? Why would the Dolphins bother moving up to two? Chances are neither the Lions nor the Giants are going to take a quarterback. But they're open yes. to trading. Yeah, so they they've been pretty vocal that they're willing to trade. So it kind of mitigate the Chargers or the Jaguars or the Raiders even jumping in front of the Dolphins to take yeah. probably Justin yeah. Herbert. But but yeah, I guess. Well, but Randy wants to say something. But I don't. No, I don't. I'm good. good. All right. <laughs> so Chase Young off the board at two, and with the third pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Jeff Okuda, cornerback, the Ohio State University. Uh, for me, my first pick that was pretty easy. Um, I know the Lions are looking to replace Darius Slay, and Okuda is to me the best cornerback in the draft. I think you guys probably agree with that. Um, and it, it's a it's a pretty simple pick. Yeah, I can make the case for Isaiah Simmons, but that's because I love Shut Isaiah up. Simmons. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Isaiah hey, Simmons, at uh, number four, the New York Giants select Isaiah Simmons, Clemson Avenger. Um, Everything. Yeah, he he's a linebacker. He's a safety. He's an edge rusher. If I'm drafting him and I'm the Giants, I'm putting him at tight end when Evan Ingram gets hurt. I'm doing a lot of things with Isaiah Simmons that uh, Jeff Okuda or a tackle can't do. So that's why he's the picket for. I think Dave Gettleman loves going best player available, and Isaiah Simmons is by far the best player available. Is he going to be returning punts for you too? Yeah, yeah, he'll do everything. Wide receiver. I might even throw him at quarterback, really, because Daniel Wild Jones bet. is probably worse. Jesus Christ. Three straight, three straight Buckeyes off the board to start the draft. Yeah, and then Clemson. And, yeah, and then Clemson comes in. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of buzz again this week about tackle going to the Giants, but it's really between tackle and Simmons at this point. So I don't hate okay. it. And moving on to the Dolphins, it's going to be two attack of ILO to me. Um, I am not going to go Justin Herbert. We did not I can't follow the it. format. I, yeah, I told you I'm going special with this. Randy goes rogue. <laughs> the quarterbacks, I'm not saying it. That's fine. All right, quarterback Alabama. Okay, like you so, didn't know. Now, <laughs> does you. that report about Tua having like a number of surgeries in Alabama that weren't reported? Does that scare you at all away from that pick at five? No, it just doesn't. Tua is could be the best quarterback in this class. So I I'm not gonna take Justin Herbert for a hope and a prayer. I'm not going to wait at quarterback like Christian loves to do. I'm just going to take what I feel is the best quarterback on the board and the guy that has the opportunity to sit this year, possibly 
get fully healthy if he needs to and lead the Dolphins into competing for a division they haven't had a chance to compete for in years, decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And we move to Brandon. All right. With the sixth pick, the Los Angeles Chargers with their crappy logo select Tristan Wirfs, offensive lineman from Iowa. I think he's going to step in and be a tackle. Um, there's been consideration, obviously, for Justin Herbert with this pick, but I'm convinced that for some reason they believe in Tyrod Taylor and they can also sign Cam Newton or Jameis Winston to come in and compete with him. So I just don't think that they're willing to take a risk on Herbert right now with this roster that they have currently. Yeah. I'm on board with that, man. I hate Justin Herbert. Yeah, we are aware of that. <laughs> I, I'm probably the only one that's arguing against this, but they also really need a tackle. So, yeah, it's just it. I understand it's it's literally. Would you rather wait on a quarterback or a tackle? And for me, that's an obvious choice. You wait on the tackle, but I clearly understand because Herbert, I have my reservations about. So, yeah, I mean, I think if two is there, if he slides to six, I think they'll snatch him up. But I mean, ultimately, we'll see. So. Yeah, all right. So moving on to me with the seventh pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers select Derek Brown, defensive lineman out of Auburn. This one, I know much to Christian's dismay because I know how much he loves uh, Kinlaw. It was a little bit tough to decide who of the two I think would go to the Panthers. But to me, Brown is just a touch above Kinlaw. and And I think it would make sense for the Panthers to go that route. Yeah, the only concern I have with that is I've actually heard a lot of sources saying that the Panthers are in love with Kinlaw. Um, So I don't know if maybe they go Kinlaw over Brown or if someone slides to them. And I mean, for all we know, Jeff Okuda might be on the board and they're able to replace James Bradbury. So, But Derek Brown's a really good player. I am obviously pretty low on him, but that's I'm low on a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> number eight, the Arizona Cardinals. They, what is before you go any further? Like, just give us like a one sentence. Like, what's your reasoning about being low on Brown? Uh, he's not good at pass rush. That's not. He's not elite. He's he's not to Kinlaw's level in the pass rush, and that's yeah. why. Yeah, and Kinlaw's not to Brown's level. level in, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I value the the pass rush a little bit more, which is why. I have Kimmel really high. I have him as my sixth overall prospect. So, um, all right, go ahead. Speaking of Kinlaw, I don't know why this keeps happening. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are selecting Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina, defensive tackle. I think he has unlimited potential because I think his his technique kind of sucks. Um, and once he gets a little bit of coaching, I think he's going to be the best defensive tackle in this class. I know Randy is shaking his head over there because he loves Derek Brown. But um, I, I love what Javon Kinlaw did without really any semblance of, of technique. And so he's going to the Cardinals, who I think would prefer Derek Brown, honestly, but Kinlaw fell to them. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand what you're doing. Like, they like Derek Brown, so they would like Kinlaw. But for me, I just – I think they would move on to tackle here just because – my top rated tackle still on the board, but I understand what you're saying here, positional value. But 
I, a little foreshadowing, Randy. I like it. I mean, it's just how it is here, man. I don't know what to tell you. Now, I have a question for you guys. Do you think with the report that came out today about Leonard Fournette possibly being moved, does that go into play here with the ninth pick? you think that they package possibly the ninth pick and Fournette to gain assets the other way? Is that I, something that – because Schefter came out and said that they're, looking, that they're possibly looking to move him. That's a tough question. Yeah. Um, because I think someone like for. the Lions or Giants even, because it's been reported that Gettleman's looking to move from four, they could – I mean, I don't know why the Giants would want Leonard Fournette, but – They'd want Ngakwe. Yeah. yeah. And the Lions would want either of them probably. Yeah. All right, Randy, who you got on who's coming off the board at nine? All right. Well, nine to the Jaguars. There's not really a defensive stud that I view in the top ten left. So their best move is either receiver or tackle. I went with tackle just because it was my highest rated prospect left in Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle of Alabama. I believe he can play either side of the line, so you can move around whatever piece you need to, but he's automatically their best offensive lineman. And they really need to improve that, whether that's Leonard Fournette and Gardner Menchu, or it's Jameis Winston or Cam and Clyde Evans or Lair later. I don't really care. They need to improve this line drastically. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Um, I know this was... When we were doing mocks earlier, we put one of the tackles to the Jaguars, and Jaguars fans hated us for it. Absolutely hated <laughs> us. But now, now they like at, exactly. Now you look at what Jaguars fans want. I think they assume that they would be signing one. And so you're telling it. me you're telling me that a fan base wasn't happy with a mock draft that a couple dudes from Ohio put together it, about a team that they don't care about. In That's fairness, shocking. in fairness, it was December. <laughs> yeah it was december january and I, I mean it still makes sense obviously because here we are i think i think if you're anybody and you're just a casual fan that's listening that's re, if you're reading mock drafts in december first of all what the hell's wrong with you um but um i'm writing them in december if, well, if you, a question like that uh, no, I I have no words for what. Yeah, Christian just Christian. Um, I, I started on the 2021 <laughs> draft guide today, so true. true. But my, if, if you're, I think if you're a casual fan and you don't see a skill player come off for a team like that, like you don't see one of the receivers with this great receiver class, I, I think that initially pisses you off to an extent. I mean, but, they they have five receivers on the roster yeah. that they trust. No, I, 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 yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, I think that's yeah. probably a reason, but all right, Brandon, you're the Browns number 10. All right. The Cleveland Browns at number 10 overall select Makai Becton, an offensive tackle from Louisville. Um, didn't know about the positive weed test until. I honestly inside. don't think that comes into play. But I don't think it's a huge deal. We don't need to be dealing with that again, but anyway, he's now he's a big boy. <laughs> Becton um, over Becton over Thomas. Yeah, I I think you could go either way, and the Browns will probably do something completely different. Um, I know Randy's not a fan. I, I know Randy doesn't I know like. We've, <laughs> we've talked about it this week. Uh, Becton seems more like a not not a not a win now player. Um, yeah. You know, I just want to shout out my friend Andrew Kugari who said 
basically if the Browns don't have a boring draft, then they really screwed up. So yeah, that's true. Taking a tackle here is safe. So <laughs> that's a good yeah, quote. With our knowledge, they're going to go out and take like Jerry Judy or something. I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. I would. I'd be confused, but I would hate it. So, do you guys agree? Do you two? I know you two are on different ends of the spectrum, Becton or Thomas. I don't think the Browns can go wrong with either of those guys here. No, and, and I, I have Becton as my fourth tackle, but it's not like it's a whole round difference. Like it's yeah. a couple points away, and it's literally just because we haven't really seen Becton in true pass protection. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right, so now I'm on the clock at 11 for the New York Jets with the 11th pick. The New York Jets select C.D. Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. This one was tough for me because Jerry Judy was also there. And uh, to me, this is a 1A, 1B scenario. I don't think the Jets can go wrong either way here. Um, Judy strikes me more of a downfield guy that they brought – that I – just feel like they need a possession guy, and I think CD's better at that. Yeah. Only thing that concerns me is the report that they're interested in rugs. Um, so they might go with rugs. If but they go, I think if they go rugs over Lamb and Judy, I think that's a kind of a reach. I agree. Um, but I think that the top three to four receivers are pretty similar, and it's just kind of preference. But – CD is definitely the best possession guy. So I love it. I love it for Sam Darnold. Randy? I'm fine with it. I I I I meant it's your pick. Oh, okay. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Oh, my bad. (laughs) Um, so I'll I'll go into number twelve, the the Las Vegas Raiders. They actually select Jerry Judy, um, which I know Randy really likes. I think Judy is a great route runner, which when you have Derek Carr at quarterback, you kind of need that sometimes. Um, I, I also think that C.D. Lamb would be a good fit. I think anyone but Henry Ruggs would be a good fit for Derek Carr. Um, and and Jerry Judy's still on the board here. I think in my most recent mock, I went C.J. Henderson, which I could also see because the Raiders need secondary help. But I've talked to actually a couple of Raiders fans who think that it's going to be wide receiver and linebacker, which they it has. It all. You almost have to argue that it has to be a receiver here, because, um, I. It's just they're so needy at the skill spots still. So my argument against it though is there's a huge drop off from C.J. Henderson to probably corner three to Fulton but, probably yeah, Fulton Gladney whoever. Yeah. But there's not a huge drop off from like Jerry Judy to Justin Jefferson, who could still be there at 19. So that would yeah. be an argument. But I still went with Jerry Judy because I think that he is a tier above CJ Henderson. And if he's if he's there, I think it's hard. It's going to be hard for the Raiders to pass him up. Yeah, agreed. All right, agree. now it's Randy. And <laughs> thankfully, Christian just made my argument for We're me. really setting these guys up. <laughs> All right. 13th, the 49ers are going to select C.J. Henderson, Florida cornerback here. I know that's really scary. But Florida still, cornerbacks getting drafted in the first I, round. Hey, it's scary. It's Shout scary. Out Joe Hayden. But, Joe Hayden. <laughs> uh, but like just Christian just said, the drop-off after Henderson 
is a little bit more severe than the drop-off would be from one of these receivers here to possibly Denzel Mims or Rager or Ayuk. I mean, you can, the list goes on in this draft class, and it's been a constant endeavor for Shanahan to find gems at the receiver position later in the draft, and I think it's going to happen again, possibly at 31, but they're most likely going to trade out of that, in my opinion. So here I'm giving them the second best corner in the class. I have gone up to that at this point, and it's just it's the best player for them. They pretty much have nothing outside of Richard Sherman. They still need a safety too. This helps you out tremendously to start, and they just got to keep building on from here. And I don't for the same reason we didn't want to see rugs with Carr. I don't want to see rugs with Jimmy G. <laughs> so and there and and for the record the. Uh, 49ers best cornerback is a guy that gets absolutely beat by Sammy Watkins of all people. Yeah. Yeah. RIP Sammy on my dynasty team. And, and the other thing is if if you, if you don't go Henderson here, you may have to sit at 31 and pick a corner just to get a guy you actually like. So I'd rather, I'd rather take the corner here and be able to move around later. Yeah. Who is the one player that if they didn't go Henderson, you think they would take? At this board, it would have to yeah. be rugs. Okay. Which yeah. really quick. Yeah, there's. What do you think about Jefferson? Reaching on Jefferson over rugs because of the fit. I mean, I'd like Jefferson as more of a fit, but at that point, they would just trade back in my eyes. There's yeah. so many teams. I mean, they could move back two spots here, and pick Henderson possibly still. So. Yeah. Right. Brandon, you're on the clock for the Bucks. The Tom Brady led Buccaneers. All right, yeah. indeed. Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers. I see what you did there. Select Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle from Georgia, to make sure that Brady survives here in the next three, four years because I am a little concerned about his health. For the record, that was much worse than anything I did last season. That's I disagree. Tampa? <laughs> are, are we talking about Tampa? Yes. Well, he's, he's, he's trademarking it, man. Yeah. <laughs> like it. No, it makes sense. <laughs> that, I, yeah, that's their biggest. That's their biggest hole. And with a guy like Thomas, who could very well go in the top ten, still on the board of fourteen. So yeah, he can, he can start day one. So really quick. So in our last mock that we did on the podcast, I had Jonathan Taylor go here. Good job. Uh, at fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Should have used. Should have used the correction. <laughs> so. What do we think the the likelihood of that is? Not existing. What's that? Point six. Point six percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to get it on record in case it's the thing, and I have that, a little more. Can that be our it. bet? Can that be our bet? I don't know. <laughs> I am not confident. Christian's so on this get it on record thing after we started screenshotting his tweets three years ago. That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> For the record, that was Brandon who started all that too. I, I all right. <laughs> Moving on here. Uh, Sweets Denver Broncos are on the clock at fifteen, and this one with Henderson already coming off the board, I think this was pretty easy. That the Broncos select Henry Ruggs, uh, wide receiver out of Alabama. Uh, we we talked about Ruggs, um, but. Like I said, and what you guys talked about the drop off between CJ Henderson and Fulton or Gladney, I think the Broncos go skill player here, take 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 the best receiver available and and uh, get a guy for Drew Locke that he can continue to throw to for years to come. 
yeah, we need receivers. And I think Ruggs is good. I mean, I've spoken about it multiple times. I don't know if it needs to be said again, but our depth chart is disgusting. But you also said that Garrett Bowles should be on the right side of the sideline. I so, know. You're right. Do you want to you want to reach for Josh Jones here? Is so that that's what saying? I was going to ask. What if they reach for Josh Jones? Would you be upset that they didn't go rugs? Or would you be happy that the left side is kind of secure? No, I mean, I, won't, I wouldn't freak out if they went on offensive tackle, as long as he was good. Um, just, you know, John Elway took Ryan Clady back, back in the day, and that was a great pick. But he also took Bowles. And I think if you have a 15th overall selection, I, it just makes me nervous. That's like the kind of the mid-round. It makes me nervous to take a tackle at that point. So I, maybe I would look to trade back if that's the route. But. Especially because I think we can all agree that there is a drop-off from Werfs, Thomas, Becton to an extent, yeah, um, and Wills, then to Jones and those guys. I think there is a, a large drop-off, whereas like Christian said, with receiver, there isn't much. And Ruggs is still a, maybe a top 10 talent that the Broncos could get in the in the middle of the first. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Christian. The uh, new look Atlanta Falcons? The shit look Atlanta Falcons. Sorry, Falcons fans. Or uh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve likes the jerseys. I don't get it. But anyway, uh, I am rolling with Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma with this pick. I talked about how the drop-off from C.J. Henderson to the third corner is pretty significant. I think they need some some linebacking help. And I think this is kind of a pick that no one's really expecting, which is why I think it might happen. Um, I actually think that if the Falcons trade up, this is a little less likely. But if they sit at 16 and Kenneth Murray's still there, I, I don't see why they wouldn't take him. They've got – they signed uh, Fowler – this offseason, they obviously need a defensive tackle, but the top two are gone. So I rolled with Kenneth Murray, who's my first linebacker. I know many can make a case for Patrick Queen, but I'm rolling with Murray. Yeah, just looking at I, – I'm, I'm just referencing uh, the ESPN uh, best available. Queen is slightly ahead of Murray. Um, I mean, 19 to 25, but their grades are 90 to an 89. So I don't think – they could go if they're going to go linebacker. I don't think they could really go wrong with either of them. Really quick hot take: I think okay. Patrick Queen is going to fall out of the first round. That is a hot take, yeah, and it's not something so, that happened here. So you, Randy, think, you hate that? You think <laughs> that he would get past the Ravens? Yes, because I, I think that the, I think the Jordan Brooks hype is real, man. Yeah, I don't. I'm willing. I'm willing to make our bet that that Patrick Queen gets taken in the first round. Oh, you should I'm, make, I'm make, the, make the bet that Queen gets picked before Brooks, dude. Come on. That yeah, let's go that one. That one. That one. <laughs> I'll take it. And right. it, so if also, I win, I don't get to slap you. That's it. So it's not like you're slapping well, me. If, so. if he wins. Well, yeah, no. If I win. If, yeah, if, yeah, if that's Queen gets taken before, yeah. All right. The, the so, one thing you did say though, trading up here for the Falcons with this board, I don't really see where they're trading up to get I mean at this case. The two D tackles are gone. It's literally just Henderson. And I don't see in this way the Jets or the Raiders moving. So they're kind of mm. screwed here. And they, they do get, yep. in my opinion, a tremendous linebacker. But I don't think the trade-up is an option at this point. No. All right. 
So that gets us through pick number 16. We're going to take a quick break. Randy, we'll let you sit on who you want to take with the uh, Cowboys at 17 here. We couldn't continue putting out these shows without our sponsors. And today, the Binge Kill Chill podcast is one of those sponsors. Binge Kill Chill is hosted by TC and his British co-host, who apparently looks like Sweetums from The Muppets. It's a podcast all about the streaming world, from The Mandalorian to Stranger Things to all the new services like HBO Max and Peacock. Binge Kill Chill has it all. Does it suck? No, it doesn't. You can find Binge Kill Chill on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Check it out, and major thank you to Binge Kill Chill for sponsoring this episode. Welcome back to The Cut. The pick is in. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Painful. All right. Well, the 17th pick, the Cowboys select Caleb on Chase on, edge rusher from LSU. I do really like what he brings to the table. They need another edge rusher bad. I know they need a corner, and honestly, they need a safety here. But I think Chase on is the best fit for them here. I don't think they reach for a corner. It's not really a big reach here, but I think they could still wait in the second round and get somebody that they like, and even the third round. I, you're not going to be able to replace everyone <laughs> this year that you lost. You just need to get a guy at the best position possible for you. And I think that's Chase on who probably should be going before this, honestly. Did you have any thought to Gladney? I had a thought to it. I had a thought to Gladney and Fulton as well as McKinney. But I just I just felt the edge need here is great. And the edge positional values usually trumps secondary. So. All right, Brandon, the second of three picks for the Dolphins in the first round. All right, so with the 18th pick, Miami Dolphins select Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama. Um, you know, I think he's he's a player that can cover deep. He's a player that can play on the line of scrimmage. He's a hard-hitting guy. He's an attacking type of player. Um, I think he steps right into that defense and, you know, is immediate impact for that team. And honestly, the Dolphins are in good position here if they come out of here with a quarterback who can play, which is crazy to think because literally last year through like what seven weeks of the season they looked like the worst football team in the history of the world so but the yeah. browns yeah. still hold that title yeah well it's all in the so. lines yes but yeah. mostly the browns yeah <laughs> stupid Corey coleman <laughs> yeah all right mckinney's so, incredible so yeah. we move on to the raiders at 19 and I really thought about it, Randy. I did. As much as I would have wanted to make you mad, I really thought about Justin Herbert here. But with the 19th pick, the Las Vegas Raiders select Christian Fulton, cornerback, LSU. And that's because they need a lot of help. Um, And the secondary is definitely something that they're going to need to address with these picks. Um, Two two in the 10 to 20 range and uh, Fulton was a pretty obvious choice here. Uh, putting Justin Herbert on the Raiders with Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr How would probably be gone. Be? Yeah. I mean, two Oregon busts on the same team would be pretty awesome. He's not a uh, bust yet. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, and All right, so what end of the spectrum are you guys on with Herbert? I, he's I, my quarterback six. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's he's my quarterback three, 
and 27th overall player. He's my I 73rd just think, I just overall think he has player. a good bust chance. I So here's the thing with Herbert. I think that he relied on screen passes a lot. Let me get to the Jaguars pick. Hey, Jaguars, Chris, pick. Your Jaguars pick. Oregon, <laughs> Oregon always relies on screen passes. Yeah, I hate look this at, argument. I know, but look at what's happened with Marcus Mariota. Christian, Christian, you were on the clock. <laughs> Correct. Jacksonville Jaguars select Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, is we're doing predictive here. Justin Herbert's going in the first round. I don't think he really gets past six. Um, personally, he, but if so, if two is the second quarterback selected, I think that Herbert could fall and he should fall, but um, I can't let him get past 20. I think the Jaguars do believe in Gardner Minshew, but I also think that Gardner Minshew probably isn't the answer and they'd be smart to kind of take a flyer on Herbert here because if Herbert hits a ceiling, he's going to be really, really good. I just can't see it happening. Um, this is, and I should have prefaced the start of the draft with it. This is what we think the teams are going to do if there were no trades. I, I know I talked about the no trade thing, but this isn't our opinions. It's what we think the teams are going to do. Yeah, because I'd full send Jordan Love here. Um, but <laughs> you <and> Jordan Love. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, ah, I see what I, you did there. Yeah, I hope he's good because um, I'll look really right. stupid, but I typically do, so it's on brand. All right, Randy, you're on the clock with the Eagles at 21. Oh, boy, that was painful. Okay, <laughs> 21, the Eagles select, obviously, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU. It's a pretty cut-and-dry pick. I think they might have to trade up to get this, but it doesn't really matter. Where do you think he would go? Now it's there's a chance. I mean, let's be real. There's a chance starting technically at 16. I'd say, yeah. yeah there's I'd, a chance I'd, that they I'd, need to I'd start looking at and play. I think I, Jones. I think Jerry Jones might look at him with the Cowboys too. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually being heavily mocked recently. There's a case for the Dolphins, even though I think they should wait because I think they have two pretty good receivers. Mm-hmm. A little bit biased there, but it's fine. And obviously, Albert Dolphins. Will- Dolphins and Jaguars could also make this pick. So for me, I think um, the Eagles, I don't know if they trade up for Jefferson, but I think they trade up for a receiver. How lethal would Cooper, Jefferson, and Gallup, though? Or Gallup be, though? That'd be incredible. And I mean, that pretty much locks in that you're not going to re sign Gallup, but that'd be hilarious. But uh, <laughs> yeah. just because there's no way you could be able to pay him. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, but yeah, Justin Jefferson of the Eagles is a perfect fit. And they need depth in that room. Crazy right now. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Mac. And uh, rest in peace, Greg Ward. No, hey. he'll still be good. All right, sweet. 22. All right. 22 overall. Minnesota Vikings select Jeff Gladney, cornerback out of TCU. Obviously, I think they need some secondary help. You know, Mike Zimmer's been proven year in, year out that he's going to shout out his defense out there that's good consistently top 15 at worst so i think getting a corner here with one of these picks in the first round for them would be would be extremely helpful and you could argue edge rusher as well um, but ultimately i went with gladney and it, yeah, it does uh, they, seem like a lot of sorry randy but it does seem like a lot of um experts are kind of all over the place on gladney yeah um where it could because just looking at what i'm referencing right now i mean espn has him seventh out of all the cornerbacks 
um, whereas some spots have him third after Henderson and Okuda. Yeah, I, I, I think the concern is fair. Sorry, Randy, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that Vikings lost three cornerbacks, a safety, and an edge rusher, and I believe someone else too. So they need to readdress this fast as well as getting another receiver, but I obviously assume they don't value it super high because they let an amazing one go. So, yep. And they also need to address the line. So this is an amazing pick to me. So I love Gladney, and I, I do think he could be the third best cornerback in this class. Yeah. All right, so I'm on the clock with the now Tom Brady-less Patriots, and I did I did give some thought to Jordan Love here. Um, but with the 23rd pick, I, the New England Patriots select Yeter Grossmatos, the edge rusher from Penn State. It was him or Epinesa if I was going to go edge rusher, and I leaned slightly towards Grossmatos. I think he's a stud. I remember he was very good on Penn State. Um, and then obviously Young and Chason are the two mainstays for the edge rushers, and then it gets a little bit um, kind of clouded. I, I'm sure, or I'm sure you guys probably can go back and forth with Gross Matos or Epinesa, but I want Gross Matos here. Yeah, I'm, I like it because he kind of fits more of that versatile mold that they like than Epinesa, and they did just get Winovich last year, who is more of a pass rusher than Epinesa, but kind of fills the same role. So I, I like it better than a lot of picks here. Yeah. Plus both white guys. Um, Good Lord. Really? Was that necessary? <laughs> well, Epinesa, yeah. Epinesa and Winovich. I feel Same like you're on the clock at 24. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, New Orleans Saints. I talked about full sending Jordan Love to the Jaguars. I am full sending Jordan Love to the Saints. Quarterback out of Utah State, if you guys don't know. But you should know by now because he's a stud. His arm is phenomenal. He threw a lot of interceptions. So did Deshaun Watson. Uh, so did Patrick Mahomes. So I now, think oh boy. my one question is because I think this because he's a kind of more of a mid-major player. Um, Tyree Jackson for Buffalo last year was a big. It, it, do you Yikes. guys? So like. <laughs> Tyree Jackson was like my quarterback three last year. So I fall in, I, I will admit that I fall in love with guys with really good arm talent. That's why that is why I brought it up. But, I remember all you did was talk about Tyree Jackson last but year. But Tyree Jackson was also getting mocked in like fourth and fifth rounds. Okay. And that, I just I just wanted I I just wanted to ask that question. I wanted to it's, it's fair, man. I, I can fully admit that. Oh, I, I I'm putting my neck on the line for Jordan Love, but I think he's gonna be a stud. Oh, and a lot of people have said love somewhere either in the first or second round after you go Burrow yeah. and Herbert and Tua, then love is always in that next group. I still believe he goes in the first just because someone's going to trade up to get that extra year. But mm. I, I, first of all, thank God Sean's back because that was incredible. That was Se- good. Second of all, <laughs> I, I'm just going to completely – we made a bet about this, me and Christian, but I just don't see – I understand trying to replace Breeze in the long run here, but he just re-signed. You haven't been able to get back to the Super Bowl. You keep, quote-unquote, getting screwed by refs. Why not go all out and try and make your team better this year instead of getting a a developmental quarterback? And you need defense. You need defense bad. Yeah. I would tend to agree with with Sean and Randy, but, I mean, I certainly don't hate the pick at all. And Patrick Queen's on the board. That's that's my main thing here. Well, all right, all right, well, second, I, yeah, I digress. <laughs> so <laughs> at 25, 
the Vikings do get a half replacement for Stefan Diggs and Denzel Mims, wide Mims. receiver from Baylor. Uh, I do really like what he brings to the table. I do have him as a second-round talent, but I understand he will be going to the first because of need for wide receiver at the back end of this draft. I do really like what he brings to the table. He is not even the same caliber receiver as Diggs, but no one would be at this position. That's exactly why the Bills traded the 22nd pick for him. So, so you like do you? So you then in your mind you like Mims over Shane Alt, Rieger, Rieger, uh, T Higgins, uh, yeah. I, Brandon Ayuk. Yep. Okay. He, he's he's the, he's my fifth receiver, hundred percent. There's not even question. And I I think there's not a D tackle that there's value here. I don't think there's an edge necessarily that fits them perfectly. So I I love this for them. Hey, didn't he sing? Uh, this is why I'm hot. Yeah, that's why I said Mims. That's why I said that when Randy said it was this Randy. guy. He was like six when that came out. <laughs> All right. Um, so Brandon, you're back on the clock with the Dolphins again. All right. Yeah, I get to pick the Dolphins again. So how fun is that? Fans feel about me after this draft. <laughs> um, so with the 26th pick, the Dolphins select Cesar Ruiz, uh, interior offensive lineman from Michigan. Uh, I just saw a a clip from last year's Michigan season where they had five linemen and they just absolutely destroyed three uh, pass rushers. So he was obviously a part of that offensive line. And I think it's a smart pick for the Dolphins here. I think it's good value. You could argue, you know, JK Dobbins or um, another running back. I know Christian would love that. Randy would bomb it, but <laughs> no, no, no. I think the Dolphins fans will. Solid. Dolphins fans love this pick, sweet. Just so you know, they hate a running back in the first. That made and this made my pick a little bit harder because I'm on the clock with the Seahawks at 27. Mm -hmm. The Seahawks also need an interior lineman, and Ruiz was the obvious pick there. But with with the Dolphins going there, so I had to kind of pivot a little bit um, from what I was looking at, and there were three guys that I was looking at here. Um, because I think the Seahawks need to address their offensive line as well. So with the 27th pick, the Seattle Seahawks select Josh Jones, offensive tackle out of Houston. Um, and this was in, in Christian's boy, Ezra Cleveland, was in consideration here, as well as Isaiah Wilson. But um, I think Jones, if, if there's going to be another tackle off the board in the first round, I think it's going to be Jones. Yeah, I think it'd be a perfect pick for them, too. Yeah. I think Jones has gone before this. Um, I was actually surprised that uh, Sweet went Ruiz over Jones. I have Ruiz, I think, like 10 spots higher on my big board than Jones. So, I'm obviously, I love the pick, but they everyone knows how bad their tackles are, and no one quite <laughs> speaks to how bad their entire line is. So, <laughs> I, I love the pick for both of these teams, honestly. I, I think both these teams have neglected the offensive line position for too long and they really need to correct these mistakes to keep improving and hopefully keep running quarterbacks alive. Yeah. All right. Number 28, the Ravens. I'm kind of eating my words from earlier. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> but I went with Patrick Queen here, the linebacker out of LSU. He is my second ranked linebacker. I can admit that. I just think that the buzz behind Jordan Brooks is kind of, he, he's, He's catching steam right now, and I, I don't know that Patrick Queen is the pick here. In my last mock, I think I had him fall all the way to the Giants, but the Ravens need a linebacker. 
they need some defensive help. They've got, I believe, every offensive starter returning, um, except for uh, Yanda, who retired. So Cesar Ruiz is gone. I don't think they reach on a guard here. So I went with Patrick Queen, but put an asterisk by it. <laughs> I don't think there's you're any only asterisk. saying that for your own. You're only saying that for to to save a little bit of face. Yeah, I just, no. I just love, I love the irony of me in December <laughs> being the crazy person for saying that Jordan Brooks, who was supposed to be a fifth or sixth rounder, should be going to the third, and now I'm calling you a crazy person for saying he's going to the first. Hey man, but he's going to go. This is why you don't do mock drafts in December. No, hey, my, my yeah, but we're, we're ahead of everyone else. Because you get ahead, yeah, you gotta, gotta get yeah. ahead. That's why All we're right. doing 2021 soon. So Randy, Stop. you're on the clock at 29. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 29 is the Tennessee Titans. I went with A.J. Epinesa, the edge rusher from Iowa. I think he would fit perfectly in a Vrabel scheme here. I really do think he could get the best out of them. They do need edge help bad, in my opinion. I think they also need corner help. I think they could possibly use a receiver, and I think Isaiah Wilson is a really good shout here. But I just went with a guy I had higher on the board. I think Epinesa, everyone's mad that he doesn't have an incredible ceiling, yeah. but we forget that his floor is really, really good at a first round floor. Maybe if only the Titans had another top five receiver already on their roster. Exactly. exactly. Well, and, and that's the thing with listening to fans more than anything. They just want more offensive weapons because they don't care about the that's defense. Right, yeah. anything. That, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's skill players. Yeah. Epinesa is going to be a perfect guy. He's going to get probably, seven to ten sacks a year in my opinion i don't think he's gonna dip i don't think he's gonna go above 10 but he's gonna be a fantastic edge and set your edge and he's an amazing run defender already and they need that really bad they're trying to win games by running down people's throat and taking away the game you need a guy that's gonna stop the run on the other side and you looked at i mean you looked at mock drafts earlier in uh, like January, Epinesa was around the top 10 from what I saw, like top 10 to top 15. It's it's yeah. kind of surprising that he fell this far. It's it's the more tape you look at for this edge class, the the worse it gets, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also, if you're watching anyone right after Chase Young, it's going to look real bad. So yep. <laughs> unfortunately, that's what I did to start, which was dumb. So... <laughs> All right, go ahead, Brandon. Uh, pick number 30. To the All Green right. Bay. The Green Bay Packers, the 40th pick, select Jalen Rager, TCU wide receiver. I think this one's a little bit of a surprise, I think, to all of us. Well, I think they need a receiver. Obviously, last year with Adams going down, I mean, I think Rodgers was about to kill someone out there. Um, they need another receiver. Since Randall Cobb left when he was healthy, I mean, they haven't had a second option, and you could argue they need a tight end, but I don't think there's a, a tight end worthy of a, a pick here at the end of the first. Um, and and again, again, you like Rieger better than a guy like T. Higgins or LaVisca Shainault? Yeah, I like Rieger better than both of those guys, but I don't know if the separation's like that great. I think mm-hmm. you could make an argument for, for either of them, but I like Rieger. I know, I know Christian wants to make an argument for somebody else in the receiving group. Do you think? Uh, no, I mean I'm I'm cool with Rager here. I the Over thing, Pittman? yeah. I oh. mean, I I do like Michael Pittman as a sleeper, dude. But um, yeah. I th- I think Rager doesn't really fit what the Packers have at receiver, which is good. 
Like they need yeah. some mm-hmm. different types of receivers and not just yeah. big body fat guys um, like Devin <laughs> yeah. Funches that they just signed. Like I'd get a small, quick guy. I, I kind of like the pick. Yeah, and I, I do have Higgins ahead of Rager, but he doesn't fit what they need. Rager, they need a guy that's going to get separation on the other side. They just yep. haven't had that in ever. They've been trying to get guys in the fourth and fifth round to fix that. That just isn't working. Geronimo. Now, remember when that's all we you the three of us could talk about going into this season? Geronimo was, versus MVS. Well, yeah, was, who was going to have the breakout yeah, year? Turns out neither of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Fun, fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm on the clock now with the San, San Francisco 49ers. We talked about it. Um, this was tough for me. This one took a little bit of thought because receiver, I mean, you have Shane Alt still on the board here. You have T Higgins. Um, you also have a guy like Ezra Cleveland. Um, but I think they still need to address their secondary. And um, I, I think they're going to do it again here because uh, we had them go CJ Henderson. And I'm going to have them take Grant Delpit out of LSU, the safety. I know there's been some talks about him dropping out of the first. To me, it just seems like this is a John Lynch style pick. It seems like a guy like Grant Delpit, because the ceiling is there. The floor might not be. And that's why I think he's looking at dropping out of the first, but I think the ceiling of him being the best secondary player in the class, uh, not named Jeff Okuda. Um, I, I think that's too hard for the 49ers to pass up there. Um, and and put and put him in the put him in the backfield or in the secondary. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. I kind of hate it, but I don't hate it because I can see the potential. And I think if he goes to that defense, he's going to learn how to tackle because right now he mm-hmm. doesn't know how. Um, so if he learns how to tackle, I could see him being the best safety in this class. And and they play a ton of zone, so he's going to fit right in. And that defense, that whole secondary is entirely revamped and kind of a lockdown after this pick in all honesty. Yeah. Uh, right now, I, I, and, I, and I think he could go in day one and start over Jaquiski Tart. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Even though that's a fun, <laughs> even though it's a really fun name to say, I think Delpit would be him and I think you could see him and Henderson being the starters week one. Yeah. I, I agree there. Number 32, the Chiefs. <laughs> so. So we we all put me in in a tough spot here because I have been the number one truther that a running back or two will go in the first round. The Chiefs need a running back. And we haven't had a running back off the board. And we haven't had a running back off the board. So I don't actually like this pick. But I had to do it. I know, but I had to do it. I had to go DeAndre Swift, the running back out of Georgia. I think for what the Chiefs do, he is the best fit. I don't think the Chiefs are going to draft him, but if we didn't have a running back in the first round, I'd be a big hypocrite. So I went 32 Especially overall. with all of your Damian Williams hate. Yeah, true, I mean, I, I think he did play well down the stretch, and I think that he'd be a good number two back, but that's what he is. He's a small guy. He can't really stay on the field in the first place. Um, he was injured a lot last year. I think Swift might have the same issue, um, but. I don't think that – maybe J.K. Dobbins fits. I don't think Jonathan Taylor fits. I think Swift – go ahead. I, I, I think this is just because I know more about Dobbins because I watched him for three years. 
I don't think he fits the way the Chiefs want to play as much as DeAndre Swift does, only because I think last year was the one season where he did well in the passing game. He Dobbins hadn't really been that until his until his last season. Whereas Swift has kind of always been that guy for Georgia. Yeah. He's a prolific receiving back. Yeah. He, exactly. And and that seems like and it, it just it doesn't seem like that's how Andy Reid wants to play with Kansas City. It's not they don't want a ground and pound type guy because it doesn't work. Then you then you don't you have no need for Patrick Mahomes or Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. That's just not how they want to play. Or Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Um <laughs> so I, I I do want to say that Swift is drawing uh Christian McCaffrey comps right now. And I think that's a little bold, but if if that's what ends up being the pick at 32 is a Christian McCaffrey, then the Chiefs aren't going to lose a Super Bowl for the next five years. Yeah, they will because they don't have anyone in the secondary to stop anything. They don't need it. They're scoring 100. <laughs> I, I, right, fought, I fought for five minutes to try and get a corner here, people. That's all I got to say to that. He and, did. He yeah. did. All right, it, the pick's probably AJ Terrell, but it's DeAndre Swift in this pick. Yeah. <laughs> So that wraps up our first round. Um, uh, we're we're gonna break this up. So this will be the end of our Mega Mock Day One episode. We're gonna combine uh, rounds two and three together for the essential Day Two of the draft. So uh, one more thing before we get out of here, I want each of us to go and pick our favorite. Like, just pick one pick who is our favorite pick in the first round that we made. Randy, why don't we start with you? Oh hell. Um. <laughs> Boy, I did not know this was coming. Okay. Um, oh, that's kind of rude. Uh, <laughs> All right, Paul. Do we want to go, go, no. go Joe Burrow, the Bengals? What? I, that's my favorite. You suck. I didn't I get any you. of my teams, dude. What do you want? That's fair. All right. Uh, Christian, who would – well, I probably can answer this already, but who's your, who is your favorite pick? Who do you think it is? Really cool. Jordan Love. So <laughs> no, it's it's Isaiah Simmons at four. So actually, Sean's right. So for the Giants, I don't think Isaiah Simmons is a good pick. Randy, you know that I think they need a tackle more. I love Isaiah Simmons. He's my favorite player in this draft by far. But the fit of Jordan Love sitting behind Breeze. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Randy. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, what about you? Um, I think it was Andrew Thomas to the Bucks. I think if they can come away with him in the first round, they're going to be extremely happy. So, yeah. And then I'll kind of piggyback off you. Uh, my favorite pick was Rugs to the Broncos, just because putting him with Sutton and with a guy that they want to trust in Drew Locke, um, that that's going to be going into the draft. I mean, you were talking about it, Brandon, how bad that receiving core is after Sutton. I mean, Deshaun Hamilton. Um, so, as, so putting Rugs as the wide receiver too, I think that's that's huge for for Denver, and and they that's where they need to start. Yeah, great. Yeah. All right, so that'll do it for our Mega Mock Day One. Uh, do you guys have any closing comments here? No. J.K. Dobbins hot take in the first round, guaranteed. I love it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I don't hate it. like. <laughs> Brandon Sweet's seal of approval. <laughs> I think I, it I think, should happen. I think there's a chance that there's seven tackles in the first. So, like, <laughs> everyone's mocks are wrong. So it's kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this whole... I, <laughs> I kind of want to see Ezra Cleveland go in the first round just so Christian's head will explode. Dude, 
I, not to the Browns. I don't care if he goes anywhere else. Have the Steelers trade up for him or something. Yeah. The Ravens take him. All right. So that'll do it for our uh, Mega Mock Day 1. For Randy Hall, Christian Williams, Brandon Sweet, I'm Sean Ward. You guys have been great. We'll see you next time. We gone.